I sat there on that hard glass for what seemed like forever, scribbling out what I could on the notepad I'd been given. How much time had gone by since all this began, I had no idea. I knew I'd been knocked out part of the time. I wondered what was happening to Sue. Did I have appointments? How would I ever explain why I missed them? Suddenly, I thought, I may never get out of this damn glass hole under my cornfield. I thought I'd better look around. I was going to need a water supply and a bathroom. It was hard to walk on the glass. If wet, it would be near impossible. The partitions were bolted in, and I looked for a door. I pushed on one that I found barely visible in the featureless wall. Holy! Jim Drake was sitting behind a little desk and studying some kind of diagram. One of the orange coverall guys was there looking over his shoulder. He looked up. Hello, Don. Welcome to a little bit of hell right under your cornfield. You thought I was a nut, didn't you? He had this peculiar, annoying little smile. What are you doing here? Where have you been? I've been looking for you ever since the... Funnel? I imagine you have been. It's fun to be totally disbelieved, isn't it, even by yourself? To know nowhere you can turn. Let me see what you've been writing. I handed him the notepad. He read very fast. I stood there feeling like a fool in hell. Excuse me, Colonel Drake. I've got some work to do clearing things up topside. You're excused, thank you. And thanks for making our guest feel welcome. Who said I felt welcome? Colonel Drake? I questioned. Retired, Air Force. You thought I was just an old coot with crazy ideas, didn't you? Well, I saw all that stuff you had, but you never really had any evidence. No evidence? I'm evidence. You're evidence. This is self-evidence, Don. You're all you've got. That's your, may I say it, unalienable right. The annoying smile returned. Right now I'm in no mood for your jokes. I'm in a freaking hole under my cornfield. I've been passed out, maybe in a hospital, and last time I saw Sue all she wanted to do was sew and sew. Sewing Sue, huh? Good thing we got her. She would have starved. Literally. But she's okay now. What do you mean, got her? She's okay? Where? Oh, she's being taken care of. Where isn't important. You'll see her again when she's been adequately deprogrammed. You're lucky, though. The Greys took her, Don. A lot of them never come back. Took her? Greys? Okay, here. Sit down. This is going to take some explaining. He took a deep breath and I took a chair. My knees were wobbly and I felt sick to my stomach. Oh, they don't have her now. But after the funnel arrived while you were unconscious, she was abducted by the Greys, uh, the aliens. Greys is what we call them. Been calling them that for years. Actually, most of them are pink, but the gray ones do most of the actual work. Kind of a social class distinction thing. The greys do all the flying around. They do the abductions, the examinations, etc. The pink ones, now, they are the majority, but they mostly just seem to play. Or tell the greys what to do. They'll only travel on the conduits. But we call all the aliens greys anyway, just because for years they were the only ones we knew anything about. Well, thank you very much, I was thinking, for your lecture in alien anthropology. So what about Sue? She was abducted? How do you know? Oh, we know. That's why she's been so, shall we say, strange. You see, the Greys like to pick up humans from time to time and run examinations. It's part of their interplanetary exploration. They want to study our DNA, compare it to our physical attributes, understand what makes us tick. Now, they'd prefer that the abductees not remember anything. The whole process, they know, is highly traumatic and they don't want the abductees revealing what's happening to them, not that anyone ever believes them anyway. So they try to erase memory of recent events, only they're not very good at it. 
Oh, their technology is truly amazing, but they haven't mastered the human nervous system. So, when they tried to erase your wife's memory of her abduction, well, the effect is kind of like cross-linked files on a computer. It takes different forms, but from what I personally have experienced, and what I know has happened to others, it would work like this. Sue is phonetically similar to so. Not exact, but close enough. The memory erasure process essentially established the word so as an identity. It causes interminable obsessive-compulsive behavior based on that new identity. The identity link is always toward some behavior that is customary for the abductee. And it always, for reasons we don't understand, has some kind of phonetic link to the abductee's name. So, for Sue, it became sewing. Something she did frequently? I thought so. Good thing she wasn't a lawyer.